What is up? What's happening? I have two special guests here today. And ladies, uh, what's customary up here is I usually give someone um, a face, a name. Uh, so in honor of uh, our aunties, I'm going to say what's up, Patty LaBelle face, and what's up, Gladys Knight face. Uh, two special guests, ladies, if you want to introduce yourselves, by all means, Who's yours? First guess. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Talisa. Ty Lizzo. AKA Ty Lizzo, AKA TY Lisa, AKA Auntie Gladys, I guess. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. What's happening with you? How you doing? How you living? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, um, living the life in these COVID streets. And um, I'm trying to maintain my integrity. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. <laughs> we know each other from doing a, a, both of you ladies. Know, well, I know both of you guys from doing the Hello Beautiful People podcast. Shut up to George for giving me the plug on a guest. Thanks, George. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the other guest, ma'am. Hi, my name is Veronica Moses. So I guess I am Auntie Patty. Yeah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I have just been, you know, so like Tyrese said, I'm just surviving in these COVID streets. I'm just working and, you know, running my business and just trying to, you know, make it for the rest of 2020. Okay, well, we're going to do, uh, we're going to do our shout outs and plugs at the end. I know in George's church, we do announcements in the beginning, but we're going to do it a little differently here. But ladies, I'm glad to have both of you on. I know you're both probably like, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know the vibes, but let me tell you, it's going to be fun. And to so get us started, I got a little icebreaker for us. I want you guys to shake out the, shake out the nerves. I want you to be 100% yourselves. And okay. I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 10. Person closest gets to pick the first card. So, Aunt Patty, would you like to go first? Sure, I will pick seven. Okay. On Gladys, would you like to go now? Nine. It was actually number three, so number seven is <laughs> the lucky winner. <laughs> All right, so picking them between one and four. Two. Two. All right. Now, both of you ladies do have to answer this. I'll answer as well. But here we go. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. I Would feel you like rather... this might be a setup. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be handcuffed to the most annoying person you know for 24 hours or go camping with someone who likes you, but you don't like them back? Camping with someone who likes me that doesn't like me back because, truth be told, if I'm handcuffed to somebody who's annoying... I might go to jail, so <laughs> we're going to avoid trying to raise bail money. I'll go camping. <laughs> okay. Um, this is a trick question, right? Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to be... Uh, I think I may go camping because I, at least I can have my own tent, <clears throat> not rocking with them. And yeah, I'm going to go camping as well. I, I agree with both of you. Um, being handcuffed to the most annoying person I know for 24 hours, I would cut my hand off and beat myself to death with it. So yeah, going camping <laughs> with somebody who likes me, but I don't like that. That's, that's cool. Cause you can, Friend zone the heck out of that person for the entire camping trip. Hey, sis, what's up? What's going on? Yes, I don't ever have to really engage. All right. 
Next card. Cooking up between one and three. Aunt Gladys. What's the number? Between one and three. Two. Second card says, would you rather have your most embarrassing photos posted on Facebook or accidentally fall in public and the video go viral? Viral. Viral. Viral fall? <laughs> viral. <laughs> So we're trying, embarrassed we're easy. trying to get paid. We're trying to get paid. We're trying to be known. Um, and not really for the fame, you know. I hope that dies down maybe after, but I'm trying to be on Ellen, you know. I'm trying to <laughs> be on The Breakfast Club. That's like my biggest dream is to be on The Breakfast Club and share an interview with Charlemagne the God. Like, I, yeah, so viral. It's a clean sweep for viral. I mean, I, I don't embarrass very easy, so that wouldn't. My most embarrassing photos are probably not as embarrassing to me as people may think they are. So it, I, I really wouldn't care. But uh, the publicity train and going viral—that's a, uh, that's it's quite appealing. I didn't think about that aspect of it, but that's quite appealing. All right, last two cards. I'm gonna pick in random order since you both chose already. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Would you rather accidentally laugh loudly at a funeral or fart while giving a speech at a wedding? Wait, you said or fight? Fart. Fart. Oh, while fart. While giving a speech at a wedding. Oh. And <laughs> sneeze at a funeral? Accidentally laugh loud at a funeral or fart while giving a speech at a wedding. Now with this fart, is it a loud <laughs> fart or is it a silent fart? <laughs> there's, there's two different parts. There's the deadly silent one or there's the loud horn. No, the, the loud horn while you're speaking, right in the middle of your speaking. Just Oh, man. Yeah, I would hard. have to say the fart only because we wear heels so we could just play it off like, oh, you know, my foot got caught on the rug or, you know, something happened to my dress got snagged. You can't play off a laugh, especially if it's dead silent at a funeral. I know, but that would kind of be hilarious. It would be hysterical. If you hear it would be a like a chain reaction. I know. So I'm going to go with the laugh because... <laughs> <laughs> maybe like that person was known for their laughs. Like, you know, maybe maybe I get I got caught up in being so emotional that I laughed over a memory that was funny of the deceased. So I'm gonna go with laugh. I a hundred percent know for a fact that I've got caught laughing at a funeral before. And oh man! It's because it's because the people you sit with, the company you keep at yeah. events. True. Yeah, you got to know who you're sitting next to because if you're sitting next to somebody that's gonna make you laugh or point out something that's gonna make you laugh at the funeral, because that's what uh, church people really do well is point out like someone's clothes, someone's shout, someone's anything. But mm -hmm. yeah, who you sit next to will determine. Uh, the type of behavior you have at a function. <laughs> yeah. um, I do think you can play off a fart during a wedding speech too, but I'm 100% sure that I've laughed at a funeral. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with laugh at a funeral. Where did you get these questions from? Right. I, I picked them up online and I just randomly had a generator for like, it was a bunch of them and I was like, the Top four I take is the ones I'm going to use. That's what I did. Okay. Just looked up would you rather questions. And the last one. Would you rather blow up 100 balloons or lick 500 envelopes? This is very detrimental to your health. <laughs> I mean, good Lord. You can actually oxygen deprived and then you could just be your lip big tummy all jacked up that's true, that's true. i'm gonna go with uh, lick because um 
My son recently had a birthday in August and I tried to blow up five balloons and almost died. So, yeah. I'm gonna agree. I have to look. I'm, I'm asthmatic and I, at 100, I beat on, had an asthma attack by like two. So, <laughs> I will go with the lick. <laughs> and that sounds like crazy too, right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with licking because I <laughs> do you like put like the home at the end of that or like all like how, does that work with this? No, yeah, I can. You want me to put a horn there? I can, I can. Maybe. No, no, I said, do you put a no homo at the end of that? Like, I don't know if that works with, if it is no. applicable for well, well, no, no, in context of what you said, you probably <laughs> should put a no homo at the end of that, okay. okay. So no homo at the end of right. lick it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I am going to play the host card here and say neither. Just give me neither. Uh, I blow up, especially if you get a pack of balloons that's difficult to blow up and your cheeks flare up while you're doing it. And you Wait a minute, breaking. I didn't. I didn't know we had the option of neither. I thought we had to choose one. No, no, that, that's only, that's only the host that has that option. Uh -huh. Sorry. <laughs> no, but in in terms of licking the envelopes, I hate paper cuts, and um, getting the paper cut on your tongue is probably uh, a worse offense than um, I'm going to say life in prison. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there: licking the envelope and getting the paper paper cut on your tongue. Mm -mm. Okay, life in. Oh, Prison. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it, it's worse than life in prison. <laughs> if you told if you told your enemy right now, oh no, I I, I don't wish nothing on you but licking five hundred envelopes and getting a paper cut on four ninety nine. I, I promise you, that's like oh. Cool. <laughs> but I thank you guys for playing my little quirky game. Uh, we gave you guys nicknames at the beginning of this, and that segues us into our auntie celebration. I can't call it a battle, but our auntie celebration with uh, Miss Petty LaBelle, as I like to call her, and uh, Auntie Gladys. Uh, what were you guys' reactions about the celebration? If you watched it, if you caught the highlights, <laughs> let me know. Uh the highlights i was at work um came home was exhausted so i didn't catch all of it but the highlights that i caught i thought it was amazing to have like two legends up there together just singing their songs it was no competition um i love their outfits those are some good auntie outfits <laughs> Good Thanksgiving. Here I am. You ain't see me in a minute, but I'm letting you know I'm here. Outfit. Yeah, my my thing with you said Thanksgiving, you haven't seen me in a while. That's the vibe I got. Like when they first started sitting down talking, I didn't think we were ever gonna get music. Because they were catching up like they don't haven't seen each other in years. They were like, Oh, how's your your son? Is he in college? How's that little like pet that you got in sixth grade? It was ridiculous. Watching them try to like wind down to actually get to playing music, like. But I did appreciate them coming out together, decked out uh, in their best Sunday garbs. Uh, the pantsuit from Gladys was <laughs> very, very sparkly. It was very, very sparkly. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me, not even battle-wise, was Miss Petty Labelle's. Uh, comment in the beginning when they were loving up on each other and Gladys Knight goes I love your music and Petty says I know you do she doesn't even say I love yours too she goes oh, I know you do <laughs> oh my <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh okay that's how we're gonna start all right Petty all right but yeah uh Ty Lizzle you said you did you did not see it correct I did not. Um, I heard so much about it. Um, I did see some memes, 
Um, a friend did text me, asked me, was I watching it? Said no. But then proceeded to share that Patty LaBelle was acting up. Um, did she sing the Christmas song that she Honey. sung? At- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to get you up. That's the only part I saw. I heard on the radio. She goes, I don't have no backup singers. Where's my singer? Uh, I was like, oh, Jesus. Classic. <laughs> Every Christmas, I have to watch that. Like, because it's, it's a tradition in my house now. Like, we put it on the big screen TV, and we all sit there, and we watch it. Because Patti LaBelle was going crazy for her background singers. <laughs> but how was, like, the... I do have a question. How was the... Like, their, their, their spirits, was Patti LaBelle extremely, like over the top and Gladys Knight, like real meek and mellow and humble? 1,000%. Okay. (laughs) Like 1,000%. Patty even said at one point, um, I don't remember some of my words, so I'm going to need you to put my words on a teleprompter. And she goes, no, I'm serious. Next time I play my song, I need the words on a teleprompter. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Uh Miss Patty, okay. But yeah, it, it, like whoever was behind the teleprompter, you could feel like she, her eyes were cutting directly through them when she said that. Oh my goodness. Well, they're fired. <laughs> old for that. Well, I guess, I yeah. guess you can't say she's too old for that because, you know, she lived her life. She could do whatever she want now. She's a legend. True. You know what it reminded me of? watching them up there uh, because it wasn't just the beginning that they stopped and started talking. If you ever um, been in church with your parents and they tell you, oh, I'm just going to talk to so-and-so, I'll be right back. And (laughs) you wind up staying there for another three hours and you you wake up from like a mild coma thinking you're home, but you're still on a a pew. Yeah, that's that's what it felt like watching them like do this battle. I thought it was going to be longer than the usual, what, two hours, is it? I believe yeah, so. They, yeah, they, but... were, they were doing some some heavy chatting, uh, just reminiscing and like, I did this song with so-and-so and these, this, like, I, I don't remember like the, the aspects of this video and this person wrote it and it was a lot, but mm-hmm. I was happy that they, uh, they uh, were able to be celebrated. Um, Gladys, though, was cutting the food, hitting notes, sitting down. That just was like, ma'am, you shouldn't be doing this at 70 <laughs> years old. That it shouldn't be so effortless for you to just be going, going to town. And like, that's one of the things that I enjoyed about it was like seeing them at their age still be able to sing like it was nothing. Right. That's dope. Did Patty talk about her? experience as the as the mass singer i don't think she did oh. but she did um she took the opportunity to um let brandy and monica know that um nobody fell for the fake kumbaya they had for their verses so. she did not oh she did yeah. <laughs> she took the time out to say Brandy and Monica, we knew that wasn't um, genuine. Y'all need to work whatever y'all got going on out. Yeah, Wait, who said this? You did, uh, Oh, me? <laughs> oh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was ironing clothes for work. I guess I did. I, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, when you can tell shame, and so tell me, when we did this at that episode, I was telling the guys, I was like, y'all have to watch as women. We could tell you one thing and you could be like, oh, that sounds so sweet. I'm like, no, you got to hear the tone. If we say something to you in a tone, it's either like a, oh, she really means it, or she's trying to be funny, but she's trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And I don't want no parts. So that's what I was telling them. I said, they give each other compliments and everything. I said, but their tones is like, yo. I'm better than you. I don't want to be here. I'm always smiling because all you people want is here. Type of thing. It was extremely fake, yo. It was, oh my goodness. But it's See? so crazy 
that's exactly what aunties do at Thanksgiving when the two cousins don't get along. Like they, mm-hmm. they put them in a place. They put them together. Y'all better work this out, or y'all not getting. And you know, Patty Labelle could have said, "Y'all not getting none of my pie." <laughs> like that could have the fix. But I'm not a, a real, you know, sweet potato pie eater. So I don't know how her pies are, but what they what mention the deserve- pies. No, they did. They did a promo. They did a promo before, uh, where um, Gladys Knight made banana pudding, and in Patty's video, she made a whole spread, and she was like, "I did this. What did you do?" And it was a at the end of it, it was a thing of Patty's pie sitting on the counter. But even in the promo videos, there was some shade. But uh, okay, all right. What's your dessert of choice over sweet potato pie? If you tell me pumpkin pie, we might have to end this podcast. No, I'm not a pie eater. I like I'm I'd rather have some chocolate cake. Can you put um, no one into that? Not a pie eater, please. Just since you, <laughs> you had, can you I just you wanna make sure everybody's cool. Just just no home at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like apple pie if I had two. <laughs> <laughs> Over sweet potato pie, though? Um, if I, ha- I mean, I like sweet potato pie. I probably can eat more than one slice of apple pie than I would with sweet potato pie. I can have one slice, but I can't have like multiple slices of sweet potato pie. Mm. Vanilla ice cream on your apple pie? Oh, you better believe it. I was, about to say, I was about to say, you eat it wrong if you don't have vanilla ice cream. Oh, no, absolutely. Oh, yes. Put warm that sucker up, put that ice cream up there. I'm good to go. That's funny because my um my mother <laughs> when my my brother he's older than me when he was younger my mother loved apple pie and um, ice cream vanilla ice cream so to keep it all to herself she will tell my brother that this is an adult snack and my my <laughs> brother grew up thinking that that was an adult snack. <laughs> So wow. when he got older, you know, he had finally got an adult snack, which, which was the apple pie and the, the vanilla ice cream. And he appreciates it now. But isn't How that, old was he when he got this snack? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, but how are you going to tell your child that this is an adult snack? And then you believe it. That's wrong on all like, on on levels. <laughs> oh man! Well, in, in lieu of keeping it to yourself, uh, I know you guys are sad. I'm gonna try to get through this as uh, gingerly as I can. I know mm-hmm. you guys are sad about Cardi and Offset. Cardi and Quits. And Cardi won culturalism. I just have a question. If <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to start off like that. <laughs> if my thing is, I mean, I've never been married. I haven't cheated on. But if he this is not from what I'm reading, this is not the first time he's cheated, right? No. So no, I, no. why why all of a sudden now? Is she, I mean, she has every right to feel the way she does, but I just want to know why now, what What now made her realize, I don't want to be with you. I can't do this. We're done. If he's cheating multiple times. Maybe it's the union of marriage. Yeah, I know some people really do respect that union. Like, they're like the better for worse, richer for health, and they really take that thing to heart. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, and I also know some people, when they take it to heart, there's something that has really um, tortured them, something that's really, really done damage to them to make them want to leave? Like, was there something that he did that was, like, crossed the line, like, I can never forgive you? Or, like, why does that, what happened? Did any, I didn't see a lot of stuff about that, but did anybody, like, go into details of what happened? He just cheated, and that was it? That's all I was seeing. It's just, oh, he was cheating. I didn't say, like anything extensive but uh, 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 
from what everybody was saying and everybody being TMZ in the shade room, uh, from what everybody was saying, <laughs> he cheated on her. And I guess this was her final straw. And yeah. she was like, yeah, me culture out of here. Amigo. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm sorry. That was a corny. Yeah, that's just... <laughs> so what's your take on it as from, from a, um, a male perspective? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Exactly. <laughs> glad you asked. Because it's, I, it, I'm going to answer your question, but that leads me to my question that I had for you guys. And I'm glad you threw the alley oop up there so lovely. I'm going to go to I'm going to go the long around way. I'm going to ask my question, but I'm going to answer your question. I think. Um, when you when for me, when you're in a relationship and you say you you're looking to get married, and you look at those vows uh, for better or worse, and I'm not here to uh, give any aid to Mister Set. I'm just saying when you uh, to me for better or worse means whatever you do or whatever I do. Um, if we can't get over it as a couple and like progress move forward mm-hmm. then we should just remain dating because we're not ready for that no we're not ready for that part of uh, the vows for better or worse um, that's always been my mindset though like if you don't want to if you don't want to uh, stick it out if it's fight or flight and you choose flight all the time then yeah maybe that's not for you maybe marriage is not you but if you're saying listen we can work through this but it's gonna be hard to uh fight back uh michael todd said trust is lost in buckets and gain back in drops that was dope i ain't gonna lie to you that was a bar bars (laughs) (laughs) that that's um honestly how i feel if I'm not saying you make it a habitual thing. If I forgive you, let, let's move in this forgiveness. But also in that forgiveness, that to me, that doesn't mean I bring it up to you every three months or every time like I have a flashback of what you did. I'm talking on both sides. Like if I forgive you, uh, that's literally what I do. I forgive you. I, I, Act, act as if it never happens and restore you back to whatever place we were at before the offense. That is extremely not realistic. How can you okay. forget and not forget? Like, I think, and maybe just this, maybe this is just my perspective or maybe it's a female perspective, but if you if you're if if your spouse or whoever cheat on you and you forgive them, I mean and you work on trying to repair the relationship, that's hard because as women we like replay it in our minds. We may not even know the exact the you know the the whole act of it, but we may think about it. And then when we think about it, I know for me in my past, this is what I have done. Like I thought about it and now I'm bringing it up to you because I need you to know that this hurts me. I need you to know that you hurt me. And I understand that we're moving past this, but I'm not going to belittle my feelings or hide how I feel if I'm triggered or if I'm reminded of something. Um, I think as time go on, maybe that should like tend to like, you know, go away. But in the beginning, that's very hard. Oh, I, and let me be the first to tell you. Um, my therapist, and I, yes, black people do need to see therapists. Uh, and speaking <laughs> to her about stuff like this, she always says um, accountability is one thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be accountable for your part and the trust being broken. Be accountable for your part. But also in that accountability, you have to be willing to hear where the other person uh, may, may 
I almost want to say have PTSD and be like, I remember you did this to me. You can't mm-hmm. be defensive and like, you know, well, you ain't over it yet. Oh, come on. That happened. You have to give them that face because it's still feelings that they have to work through. It's not just um, you saying, I'm sorry, and all's right with the world. Nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. No, you still got to work through that individual's feelings about what you did. Mm. They didn't hurt themselves. You hurt them. And you hurting them, no matter if it's year one, year 27, or year 59, you have to almost, not almost, you kind of got to take it on the chin when it's brought up because you did this. That doesn't change my stance on saying, um, I'll forgive you. Mm-hmm. and act like it never happened that doesn't change my stance because yeah it may play in my head all the time mm-hmm. but I, when when I uh, when my father got a message on forgiveness um, why did I just turn into James White just now see how this happens um, when my father saw <laughs> a message on forgiveness his statement was this is probably going to be the hardest thing you're going to you're going to um have to accept as believers. People like to throw in the, uh, you know, well, Jesus said, if you get slapped seven times, you turn your cheek, or you, when you get slapped, turn your cheek. But mm-hmm. it's that forgiveness part that's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll cast your sins as far away from you. Like, I don't want to go all all the way there and uh, break out my cash out for my, uh, my message. <laughs> Essentially, what you have to do is, (laughs) uh, no, in in all seriousness, when you do forgive somebody, it is, it's a difficult concept of saying, I forgive you and put you back in a place that you were in before you offended me. That's not an easy, and I'm not saying it's easy. Okay. But when, that's supposed to be true forgiveness. When I forgive you and not that I forget what you've done to me, but when I forgive you, I'm bringing you back to the place that we were at before you offended me. So if you're a girlfriend and you cheat on me and I forgive you, that's not me being stupid and saying, oh, well, it's not gonna happen again. It's me saying, okay, let me work through whatever I gotta get through to forgive you first. But after I forgive you, I'm not gonna hang it over your head. I, like I, I forgive you and we, we, now we're building. But that's not gonna t- that's not gonna be an overnight thing, right? Right. Okay. So my question that I wanted to ask you guys, which spawned from uh, an incident that happened with Joe Button and Sin Santana. Hmm. Sin recorded them uh, having an argument, and she was basically trying to say or get Joe to say that. He was uh, physically abusive to her. And he was like, Cynthia, when did that happen? She gave the video, she gave the audio clip to her lawyer and then somebody else. The other person leaked the audio to TMZ, of course, and Sin had to um, do an Instagram live basically saying, me and Joe were in a bad place and we were just trying to be as hurtful to each other as we possibly could because we were trying to, you know, um, in terms of custody and things like that, we were trying to be as hurtful as possible so that way we could literally destroy the other person. Mm. My question to you both is why record it anyway? If you were never going to use it or if your intention was to use it, why was that your bailout plan? I'm not asking you to answer for sin. I'm just saying, why have almost a, a, a zip cord to pull in case of emergency break glass use this? Like, why have that as opposed to not walking blindly, but it's, a, it's almost like the prenup conversation. Right. So why why have something that you could use 
as a means to hurt the other person in the event things go bad. Well, she might have, I mean, I can, I can speak on as far as being abused because I was in an abusive relationship. I never really, I never taped anything. Um, but she, like how you saying that, why use that to hurt the person that you're with? She probably was using that because he physically hurt her. So the mm. only way she could feel like, because she's a female, she can't really get him. Hit him like he hit her. So the way she can get him is like mentally and, and through his work. So by her posting that, it can, you know, her, he can, you know, her his character, she can, you know, make him feel like he's a horrible person. And people are like, oh my God, he's a woman beater. And all of that affair, we don't want no parts with him. We're going to take him from this and take him from that. So pretty much a scornful woman. She wants to try to, because she probably feels like, and I don't, you know, I'm just speaking, that he's taking so much from her. Because once you're in a relationship with someone that's physically abusive to you, it's pretty much like, okay, they have power over you. If mm -hmm. they raise their hand, I flinch. Even if they're not trying to hit me, they have that much control over my emotions. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She so never posted it. The person that she gave, she trusted to hold the, the, the audio tapes and I guess it was an in-case situation. She didn't post it. The other person uh, posted it to the shade room and she Except went on like trying to clean it up, like saying, only reason why I had it is because, you know, we were in a bad space and we were trying to hurt each other, but she never posted it. The so person she like, gave it to posted, posted. She should have never gave it to that person. If right. she really wanted to hold it for herself as leverage, either buy another phone and send it to a phone to another phone that you have, or send it to another electronic device that you have. Because truth be told, everybody's not your friend. Everybody's not gonna have your best interest at heart. Everybody's not gonna have your back. This person can say, "Oh, girl, I got you. You said it to me. I'm the vault. I'ma hold it in." I, you, one secret told to one person, another person tells another person. A friend has a friend that has a friend that has a friend. So, honestly, she should have kept it to herself. And if she really wanted to use it as a leverage to get the best of him, if it got to that point where she had to release it, she should have did it on her own time. Because once it's out there and it's not from you, and you hear, you can't really clean it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree with Ronnie. I think um, just for me, I, like, in the past have been a vengeful person. So it's like, if you hurt me, I have to hurt you back in some way or some form. So it's like paybacks. And especially um, what you were saying earlier about like the whole custody thing. Now, if that's in place and now I got to fight for my child, I'm going to do any and everything now to, right. you know, protect that. And also, like you said, Ronnie, like a scornful woman, a scornful woman can be extremely like that. That woman could be extremely dangerous. And mm -hmm. there's times where, you know, I've been scorned from past relationships where I plotted on how to hurt people, dress up in black, go to their job, punch them in the face and then run because I was so hurt. I was, I couldn't, I couldn't see anything else. I just, I felt like I had to get them back and it might not even have been it might not have affected them like it affected me. So if I get hurt emotionally, I feel like I got to hurt you physically now, which, mm -hmm. you know, that's not smart. And I think when you're in that mindset, that's all you see, that's all you think about, that it's just, you drive off, off of it. So Sin definitely was scornful. Even when you was watching, I don't know if you were watching it, but Love and Hip Hop, like, you could tell she really wanted her family and, you know, Joe did whatever he did to her. And she was really sad and really hurt by that. And I think hurt people hurt people. So being in that state and um, I, I, I don't understand why she would. I mean, I get it, I guess. I, I wouldn't record an <clears throat> argument and especially send it to somebody else. Like, I'm not. I would never do that. Like, I don't think that's hurt or not hurt. I don't, that's not gonna, 
if I want to leak it, I'm going to leak it myself, you know, like, if I really want to hurt this man, so to share it or to, to, to tape it, I don't, I don't see the purpose in that or to tape it. And then, like you said, have leverage over, over Joe and say, you know, I got this and I could do this and I could do that with it. You need to, you know, straighten up and fly. Right. But yeah, it just seemed like she's, she's extremely hurt and she, she, she's going to do any and everything to, um, hurt him as bad as she's as she feels. Now, my issue with the whole thing uh, wasn't her being a lioness and doing anything to protect her son. Mm-hmm. My thing was, okay, you recorded it, you gave it to your lawyer. Cool. It could have stopped right there for me, but now. You you've given somebody else. Uh, Ronnie said it. You can't like you, you can't trust everybody. He's not your friend. So mm-hmm. you've given it to somebody thinking, oh well, they're gonna hold this for me. And now they end up leaking it. You don't even leak it. You and Joe in whatever space y'all in. Um, and to move it away from Sin and Joe into a broader broader conversation, like you recorded it. You didn't mean to hurt the person. Mm-hmm. Somebody else did. Right. And now you're cleaning up a mess that necessarily didn't have to be cleaned because I don't know why you feel the need to have a third party involved. If your lawyer knows what's going on, cool. Because I'm sure in that type of situation, uh, things probably do get very nasty. Mm-hmm. And backing off of the, the, the Cardi and um, offset culture thing I I just wish people remember that there's somebody else involved while we're being uh, nasty and uh, spiteful because spite can go work both ways a guy and a woman can be uh, spiteful and especially if both people are hurt the intention is going to be oh no I'm going to ruin you to make sure I get my child Mm -hmm. and And, I just and, want the people that aren't married to mind their business and <laughs> not comment on it. That's all I want. I've seen too many people that are single, can't mm. keep one man for a week, commenting mm-hmm. on these on these people. I can't listen. I'm not going to sit here and two things I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk about nobody's marriage because I'm not married and I haven't been there. Two, I'm not going to talk about keeping nobody's child from their father because unfortunately my daughter's, fi- my daughter's father died 12 years ago. So I've never had that experience. Shut up. Stop speaking on what you don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. annoying. Yeah. It is. And then when they like blame her, like some I think one of the memes says she don't cook or clean. And I'm like, what? Like I'm married. I don't I don't cook. So my husband's gonna cheat on me. Uh, I'm just saying that sounds just as stupid. I'm going to say this just to lighten the place. Uh, you're not going to divorce me with uh, WAP as the number one song in the country. I'm sorry. We're going to be on this <laughs> tour together. I'm not going to hear you talking about some WAP and then sending me divorce. Nah, sweetheart. Uh, when's the next tour? When's the next book signing? I'm, I'm right here with you, baby. We're we going to work this thing out till this Thank song you. die down. <laughs> you out here oh marketing, gosh. marketing that stuff. You're marketing it to the to the letting people know what you got. Nah, we gonna wrap this thing out until the song died down and we reached an amicable decision afterwards. But nah, you ain't gonna leave me in your song number one. Sorry. That's funny, yo. He might I mean are so are they divorced or is she filing for a divorce divorce? Filing. Oh, okay. Cause just filing. like in the beginning when she when he first cheated and how he went to her show and how he was, you know, on social media and being, you know, super apologetic and all that. She took him back. And then that could be the same thing now or unless she's she's completely fed up. I'm going to ask you both to um, step into another pair of shoes outside of your own. If you, the female in the situation, 
were the one to step outside the relationship. Do you think the male has the same uh, the same right to be like, nah, this is you weren't faithful. I think we need to, you know, call it quits. I got Cardi money. (laughs) (laughs) These questions we need to know. We need answers. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So you do have Cardi money. If I got Cardi money, like, dude shouldn't... I mean, but Offset got his own money, too. So, nah, I, um... If I was the one that stepped out on my marriage, um, I would I would want to be forgiven. I mean, especially if it was a mistake. Can can you call cheating a mistake here? <laughs> I will leave that up to you guys to decide. <laughs> can you call it a mistake? I would want to be forgiven. I would want to be forgiven. Um, I mean, especially if I want my marriage, like if I just, yeah, I would want to be forgiven and I will work hard, try to build that trust up again. Now, with with you wanting to be forgiven, are you okay with uh, however long that takes? Well, <laughs> no, that's a, that's that's a tricky question. Only because, only reason I say that is because if I'm expressing to you, babe, I messed up. I'm so sorry. I should never did that. And he's like, okay, I get it. It probably might take a year and a half to get over it. To be so honest with you, because it's the person that he might have replayed in his mind, but. If we wait in like 10 years mm. and you still going to hold on to this thing, you should let me go at year five. We, <laughs> we, we're hurting each other. We just string each other along. There's no point. There's, there's no point of if, if you've lost me at year five, even with me trying to regain your trust and do everything possible to get things back and it's still not there, there's nothing else to do nothing else you can do. You tried everything to rekindle your marriage and you can't. I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. I agree. Because even what Corey was saying earlier, um, if if there is an, if there's infidelity, even now, because I've been married for two and a half years, even now, if my husband was to go out and cheat on me, I'm not going to be like, I, I'm leaving tomorrow. No, I think that's thinking impulsively and not you know smart you just mm-hmm. and you're emotional you're hurt you're upset like you know we got I, we gotta we gotta have a conversation <laughs> like I need to know like what happened like and I think that uh, sometimes what we don't realize too it could be the male ego and you know wanting to be out there but can also be something that the woman is lacking or the man um is lacking as well that they missed the marking and the other person may have got caught up or whatever the case might've been. I think I don't want to ever try to get a divorce just off of emotion. Like we will have to sit down and talk about some things first. And I'm very forgiven. So I think that's why I would want, if I was the cheater, I would want my husband to forgive me. I think it work. I, well, I know it's, it's definitely going to be work. It's going to take time. But if we're moving into the right direction, then maybe there is hope. But if it's just constant, 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 like you said, Ronnie, like, yo, if we 10 years in afterwards and we still discussing this, like, that's a waste of time. We got kids, like, they upset, they pissed, they, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's going to ruin everything the whole family dynamic not just the marriage i am of the uh belief like i said i'm I'm not saying hey go ahead and cheat on me habitually for the rest of your life no 
Um, but at, at some point, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to decide for myself what, when is enough enough? Like yeah. being, uh, being okay with taking you back after, I'm going to say maybe three offenses. Let's say three offenses. If I've stuck it through for three offenses and on the fourth one, you're still doing this, then it's like, all right, clearly you, you don't want to be here. You want to keep doing whatever you're doing. No, no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you're sorry, right? But you don't want to be here. So be sorry by yourself. And yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later. But um, it, to me, I just I just feel like if you go into any relationship with the mindset, oh, the first anything, like you have to know what is your breaking points. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what your breaking point is it's easy to get stuck on a merry-go-round. But if you're self-aware and know, okay, I forget, I, for, I have forgiven you for this. We're not going to keep running. We're not going to keep coming back to this five and 10 and 12 times down the line because now, you, now you're just playing me for, playing me for, for stupid. Now you're just playing me for stupid. But I do feel uh, you deserve, you, everyone deserves a second chance, right? Everybody deserves that. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Like, yeah, everybody deserves Fool me three times, get your stuff and get out the door. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I wanted to have that um that conversation, and it can be continued as uh, often as you all want. And I wanted to be the only male up here for the sake of just hearing a female perspective and wanting to bounce uh, my own male perspective, um, because sometimes it could it could it could be very like okay what's going on what you gonna say as a guy about this or what you gonna say as a female about this and having a platform where people can express their feelings i'm all for hearing hearing you out i may not agree with you but i can hear you out and my only counter to that is that you hear me i I did you a solid and i heard you i only asked it now that you hear me um so yeah, I I would love to go deeper and deeper into this conversation whenever you guys want. Whenever I I don't mind questions and answers. I'm I'm all I'm all for that. But one of the things we do before we cut out, I don't want to waste you guys not waste, sorry, but take up any more of you guys' time. Even though I'm enjoying this conversation thoroughly. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we do before we uh, say goodbye is to offer up a show. Um, that George stole from me. That was my bit. <clears throat> that was my bit. You offer up a show <laughs> or a movie that <laughs> that you're watching to like to just give people uh, something that they might not have been paying attention to. Um. um well, I just finished watching P Valley. Hey, in my cookie letter, I cookie letter. All right. Uh yeah, I yeah. Wow. It's all I can <laughs> all I can say. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for me. P Valley. All right. You you fan a little murder? <laughs> let's 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 that Lamarcus. <laughs> is that a P Valley reference? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes it is. Yes it is. Put that on the yeah. valley. Um, I'm, I haven't been watching anything. I what? did see that movie on Netflix with Jamie Foxx. That was incredible. Really? You, you, uh, okay. I've heard mixed feelings. I heard people say it was terrible. Then I heard the same people come back and say, well, it wasn't that bad. And then I heard people say, oh, it was actually really good. What was but the you, what, power something? Power? 
I forgot the name of the, the movie. But my 12-year-old my put me on. Because I, I was not about to watch it. He's like, no, it's really good, Mom. And I thought he was like a superhero. Well, I guess. Well, I'm not going to tell you. But it's um, it's really good. I enjoyed it. I, I love the, the plot of it. And yeah. I like Jamie Foxx as an actor. A lot of people don't. No, he's a listen. He played the heck out of Ray. That oh, I will yeah. say. Sure did. Yeah, that's a classic. Sure did. Project Power. Yes, Project Power. That is a really good movie. I gotta see that. Right. Enjoyed it. Um, mine is the Social Dilemma. Hmm. On Netflix. On, yes. Yes, the Social Don't Dilemma. You. Uh. It's it's crazy to think of how um, basically big business politics and all that other stuff use your social media and you as an individual. Uh, Ronnie can have different algorithms sent to her phone sitting right next to Ty Lizzo who can have different algorithms sent to her phone who has different algorithms sent to my phone and we're all sitting right next to each other. But they're basically talking about how um, big business uses stuff to target you. Because people are products. All the marketing, all the advertising, everything you use, especially social media, is geared to like mine somebody else's pockets, basically. It's really, really good. It's only an hour and 30 minutes on Netflix. The Social Dilemma. Okay. I gotta check that out. Yeah. But I do thank you both for uh, coming up here and kicking it. I feel like we're like one big pod family. We really are. <laughs> Seriously. I got you guys on my show. Bring us oh, up. Yes. Yeah, I gotta think of like a, you know, something to discuss. Because it seemed like you guys, like, well, I don't know. It seemed like you guys be like prepared. I be winging it on my podcast. Oh, no, I, I usually I usually wing it, but I don't like putting people on a spot like that. So I like I have an idea of what I want to speak about, but usually I just go off the cuff. I I don't even no. tell people what we speak about half the time. I just go, but I, yeah. I don't want to do that to you guys the first time. Now next time, um, it won't be Ooh. as prepared as this one. It'll be <laughs> right on off the fly. So. But I didn't want to scare you into not coming back. So I wanted to be a little prepared this time. But it's like when you, you invited to my house, I'll show you where everything is one time. After that, don't ask me. Like, ah, I feel that. <laughs> don't ask. Yeah. Good to know. But yes, um, I, I'm, whenever you would like, I'm available. I can't speak for Ron. Oh, oh don't, don't do that. Don't deacon, deacon. Now, don't. I'm working on a topic to speak to Veronica about because Ronnie, I understand, is one person and Veronica is a complete oh, other. I'm Jesus. working on that topic. Okay. I'm working on that topic. What's her ego come through? Oh my God. <laughs> Where is the bishop? Oh, you said you wanted to be the only man. Okay. I wanted to be the only. I wanted to be the only guy this go around. Um, mainly because that question that I had, I just wanted to hear what some females thought outside of my female circle of uh, coworkers and friends and all that other stuff. So I wanted to get a different opinion and not. Um, I didn't want it to be too much back and forth with because uh, everybody has different opinions. I just wanted to really hear you guys' perspective and then talk to you from mine. But we'll work it out okay. next time. Yeah. Have the whole gang. Oh, that's going to be fun. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's going to be fun. <laughs> that is. I do appreciate you guys for coming up. Thanks for listening. Um, I like to tell people on the end of my show to get the excuses ready for Monday or the next day or 
whenever you hear this, uh, you should always have an excuse in your back pocket to call out of work. So I always tell people to have the excuses ready. Um, <laughs> <laughs> corona has given you multiple excuses. If you have kids, your kids are an infinite uh, source of excuses. And I'm not ashamed to say I've used a couple dead relatives multiple times. Um, so you gotta work. But Oh my, like, do your employer listen to this? Um, Jesus, I I know. I hope not. How many bereavement days you got? I allegedly have used. If they do list, I allegedly have used. Oh, okay, okay. You see, allegedly just means you you didn't really do it. Right. That's what I was told. (laughs) But thank you guys. I, I guess I'll holla. That's all I got. All right. Thank you for having Thank you for having no me. No problem. Anytime. <laughs> I like the ladies. Okay. All right. Bye.